This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about the Raid Colon Redemption. <laughs> who's, who's colon needs the redeemed? Colon. Spoilers, the colon gets redeemed. Uh, the original title, Surbound Mwat. <laughs> dead on. <laughs> this came out in 2011. Uh, directed by uh, Gareth Ev- Evans, which I thought at first was the Star Wars guy, but it's not. It's Gareth Edwards. Yeah. And I was surprised that, that this was going to be an Asian director, but it's not. Nope. Uh, it's, like, it's like an Irish dude. <laughs> starring, yeah, I'm not going to get these names right. Aiko Iwas, Joe Taslim, Donnie Alam Shah, other people. Um, <laughs> if you guys can say him yeah, I Probably not, actually. Yayan <laughs> uh, Ruhian? It's the Mad Dog, worth mentioning. Yeah, he was he was really good. Um, so this is uh, Scott's pick. So talk about it a little bit. All right. So I'd I'd heard about this movie, uh, how much of a batshit insane the the action was in this thing, and I I wound up watching it on I think, geez, on the, one of the cable channels one day. It was blown away by this thing. Uh, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about the the actual martial art on display here in this movie later. Uh, but yeah, just pretty much uh, a little bit of setup in the beginning, and then it's just nonstop action pretty much for like an hour and a half. Uh, and it it is almost all of it great. Uh, it's hyper violent. Um, it, it's just something that I hadn't quite seen before. Um, just the, the, the pace and the, again, the, the type of martial art they use. Um, and it made for just a badass, uh, movie, uh, about these people in, uh, Indonesia, uh, in Jakarta. Um, and, you know, it's always cool to see movies come out of nowhere, like this one kind of did. Um, even, even though the, the, so the director is, uh, like, like I said, I think Irish, I believe. Um, the whole cast is, is Indonesian. And uh, they're using um, uh, Penchak Salat, or just Salat for short, is the type of martial art they use. And it looks awesome on film. It's not uh, Penchak Salittle? I don't know. Are you joking, or are you fucking... It's a lot. <laughs> okay. I see what you did there. <laughs> eh. uh, uh, <laughs> see, the the name is so weird that I didn't quite catch that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But anyways, yeah, either. yeah. So I, you know, I, I unfortunately did not catch this in any kind of like uh, a small theater that shows international stuff. Yeah, because I, I think that would have been pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, just again, just some insane shit going on in this movie uh, that made it a lot of fun. Yep. Um, so yeah, for me, I just saw it right now for the first time or a couple days ago. I've always wanted, not always wanted to see it, but for the past two years now, like ever since Dread came out, people kept telling me, like, if you like Dread, you need to watch right. The Raid. Yeah, I was probably one of those people. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. kind of a, 
a ripoff of that. And so I've always wanted to watch it, just never found it on Netflix or anything. Um, so this is a perfect opportunity to watch it, and I loved it. And I would say people who don't like foreign films, you could watch this. Come on. This is not, <laughs> yeah. There's very little speaking yeah. going on in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed it. Alex? Yeah, this movie's awesome. This is your first time seeing it too? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I, was, I was actually expecting to see a lot of similarities from Dread, but aside from just the overall premise, they were pretty much the different movies, definitely different types of action. So yeah. I was very even more surprised. I was I, I was already expecting to be pleasantly surprised, but yeah, like Scott said, it blew me away. It was good. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. So uh, we're going to do our seven topics or, th- or seven things that we liked about this movie or disliked. I never know how to lead into this, but anyway, Scott, number seven. All right. Uh, so uh, I think this might have been my same seven for, or at least on my list for Dread. But uh, as Alex just mentioned, the the premise for this movie um, is still, at least for me, very fresh. The idea of just being locked in the building, minimal plot, and then just mayhem mayhem for an hour and a half. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, they they add just enough uh, kind of drama in this uh, to to make it uh, take away what might be some silliness. Um, and just for, again, for an hour and a half, uh, just people moving through a building and fighting. Um, I, I love how, uh, it starts off with a lot of gunplay and then slowly, um, devolves into just hand to hand combat, uh, all the way through. Um, yeah, again, the, the whole locked in a building and fighting your way through premise, uh, there needs to be more of this. <laughs> well, not too much. I think it's good because there's not that much of it. Right, right. Yeah. But, yeah, it's still fresh. It's not like something that's definitely been overdone at this point. Just basically this and Dread and like an episode or two of uh, Daredevil. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Die Hard is kind of this. Yeah, I know. It's a shame that Die Hard as the franchise is just, well, pretty shitty nowadays. Because this would have been like an awesome reboot. Doing something like the Raider Dread, right? And, and I'm just saying that the fact that it's a guy stuck in a building. Yeah, that's 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 yeah. a good that's a good point. Uh, and th- these these movies take it to like yes. <laughs> obviously like a whole another level. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, no, no, I see I see what you're saying. All right, um, Alex. Uh, my number seven is with all the uh, comic book movies and everything that's coming out that are really good. But have like a lot of bright colors and jokey, jokey McJokesters in the film. It's nice to see like a really good, grungy, just dirty film. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Like it, 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 muted, muted palette and everything. So it's it's a nice juxtaposition because uh, we were getting a lot of these for a while and it got tiresome. That's why you know the superhero genre came along and brightened everything up oh that's great but now that's getting oversaturated so it's nice to dip into these grungy films every once in a while yeah the the dilapidated building really helps underscore the brutality of everything that's going on yeah 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 and while everything is it is very brutal and like graphically said it's not like gross 
violence. Like I would say, like an old boy. There's a, there's a couple scenes where it's just it's gross. Back right, right. Yeah, they not have that. Yeah, they're not going for gore. Other than multiple people getting stabbed in the neck. Yeah, <laughs> or it's there, slurred. but uh, yeah, but yeah. It's, it, other than that, yeah, you're right. It doesn't get too gory. I, yeah. Now that you mentioned that, yeah, I appreciate that. All right. Um, so my list is I'm gonna I have nothing but good things to say and. It was just a hard one for me to make a list for because it's like, yeah, that fight's cool. That fight was <laughs> yeah. cool. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> so I, I'm having a hard time with this, but um, I'm just going to pick out some some moments um, and then general stuff later. There's So this is one move in one of the fight scenes where the guy kind of did an RKO on a guy and his neck landed on like the broken door jam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And like I said there was no gory, but that was pretty <laughs> yeah, bad, yeah, that was, that was yeah. pretty brutal. He pretty much shit. did like an RKO to that guy. He landed his throat like on the spikes of the broken door. Oh, yeah. Was, and he's all, it was he's awesome. Twi- and he twitches. Yeah. And it was like at first when you see it, you're like, oh, that was bad. But you didn't see anything at first. And then like, he kind of gets up and then you just see like the aftermath. Like, oh, that was gnarly. <laughs> and I chuckled. So <laughs> that's my number seven, Scott. Okay. Uh, so, uh, my number six, um, I have written down machete on the face. Uh, Oh, that's on my list too. Yeah. So it's one of the few scenes that kind of breaks up the, the action once things really get going. Um, but yeah, when they're hiding in the wall and, uh, he has to be silent. Like just thinking about it, I can almost feel like the blade, like on my face, like, yeah. It, it makes my teeth, like, kind of... It sets my teeth on edge. Uh, yeah, I thought that was a, a great moment of tension amidst, uh, like, all the the other stuff. Uh, just just give, gave the movie just a little bit more depth to, to kind of add the that, that extra bit of tension and a little bit of horror, too. Uh, just have that machete going through the wall like that. Uh, so that's my number six. Yeah, I, I want to say... I saw something very recently where they did something similar because usually in the in movies and they can even Die Hard right where the guys hide in these shoot and right before you get to them they stop or get called away and this one it still kind of happened but he did get, at least get a blade in him a little bit and right. I want to say I saw something recently where that happened too the guy was hiding I want to say it might have been Narcos where some narco guys hiding in the wall and I don't know but it was yeah I really enjoyed it it was cool and like, oh, is he going to wipe the blood off when he pulls it back out? Like, is that going to be something? They didn't really, really do anything about that. But that's something I was worried about. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Alex, number six. My number six is when they're introducing the, the owner of the building, the main antagonist. And it's just execution style, just <sighs> killing these people in a row. That was brutal. But then, like this, just like that little weird, it's not like a huge fake out. Or something that I didn't see coming, but it was just a little nice thing where he's like, "Here, hold this," and he just puts the gun on the guy's shoulder, and then he goes over to his drawer, and there's a hammer, but also a bunch of bullets in there. So it was really cool to just think it's like, "Oh shit, okay, which one's he gonna go with?" <laughs> oh crap, he went for the hammer. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is. I thought it was funny that it, that big drawer it had a hammer and like seven bullets in it. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing in that drawer. The old hammer bullet drawer. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That was cool. Yeah, it's a good way to set up your villain with not much. Like, okay, this guy's, these guys are bad guys. <laughs> um, all right, my number He six. didn't have to float around and have a doctor ooze out his boils. Yeah, this is way better than Dune. 
Um, all right. Uh, my number six is uh, another way to set up the villain. So I'll, I'll key off what you're saying is when, when you say his mad dog, is that his name? When yeah, he's fighting scary. like the other, the lieutenant or captain guy and he breaks his neck. Oh, that was like so like they're fighting. It's Kung Fu or whatever you call the style earlier. They're fighting martial arts, blah, 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 blah. And then just slowly just calms down and he just, oh, I'm doing the finishing move. And it's like, and it's just, and then later on when it kind of, he's doing it again. Oh, I, I really didn't like it, but I liked it at the same time. Cause it made me feel <laughs> extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. The way he slaps his, his arms away and stuff. Yeah. 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 And just, oh, I'm doing it. This it's is going to happen. This is going to happen. And then, and it, so it sets it up, like I said, at the end, even that much better. So mad dog breaking neck of dude. And later on, almost doing it. <laughs> number six, Scott. Uh, so number five is is that dude, uh, Mad Dog. Uh, I wish I knew how to pronounce his name. Yeah, nobody calls R- me Mad Dog. R- uh It's funny because he looks even, especially after he takes off his jacket and he's just in the like the tank top. Basically, he he looks tiny. He looks super tiny, but he's so fucking menacing, and the way he like beats everybody's ass. Uh, just a a great game. Like if if your only character trait is that you beat asses, like but are still like you still don't feel one dimensional. Uh, you did a good job, and that's what this yeah. guy did. Um, it was uh, it was a kind of a bummer in Force Awakens that uh, him and uh, Iko Uwes, uh, the main character Rama, um, have small parts in it, but they don't do anything cool. They just kind of show uh, up yeah. and talk a little bit. He's mm-hmm. in The Force Awakens? So Yeah, he's Kancha K- Club? So oh, when, the gangs God. that are talking to him. Yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah the, two, the two of those like guys the are, are them, yeah. I hate that movie even more now. You have him yeah. and you don't even let him do anything? Yeah, I know. I was disappointed. I was like, oh, yeah. it's the dude! And yeah, he doesn't like do any sweet-ass slot moves. Tell mm-hmm. that to Kancha Club. Oh. Fucking stupid. <laughs> Man, Homer's so, right. That little guy hasn't done anything, but when yeah, he does, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like we, we, I've said ad nauseum at this point, like you need good villains to to make a good movie, or or at least a good villain will help uh, deficiencies in an otherwise meh movie. Uh, but yeah, he definitely stands out here as a, a worthy villain. Yeah, he's my number five as well. I'll just get that out of the way. Everything you just said, it just his his look. He's fast. He's later on that two on one fight, and yeah, he's awesome. And his name is Mad Dog. So you're like, oh, this guy's crazy. <laughs> All right, Alex, number five. Uh, my number five. Scott touched upon it a little bit with the the cops hiding in the wall, then the machete just getting stuck in there right next to his face, and then the whole time it's very tense. Like you said, but it's like, oh, is this movie going to do the thing where he just, you know, pulls it out and then nothing happens? Or he's going to pull it out and notice the blood? And I love that the that the guy was just very, oh so gently just put his fingers around the blade so that it would wipe the blood clean off of the blade. Yeah. Oh, that was such a nice touch. Because you don't see that in movies. Yeah. People so that, wiping yeah, that nice blood little... with their fingertips? Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's what so I said. I, I yeah, noticed that he was putting his fingers up there, but it's still like that wouldn't have. With you just use your fingers, you weren't going to clean all the blood off it. But he never even looked at his blade, so yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was freaky. But if it was dripping or something, he might have noticed it later. Or, yeah, whatever. It was a nice, yeah, yeah, little just in case type of thing. Mm-hmm. All right, Scott, number four. All right, uh, now we get into the actual fights. <laughs> I tried, like Jeff, like you said, I tried to hold off on it, but here we go. Uh, so the the first actual f- specific fight in my list is the the captain. I'm not sure if he was a captain, but yeah, the captain Mad Dog fight. Um, it's the first like one on one fight in the movie, um, and you don't. It's it's cool. Like the first time you watch it, you don't know which way it's gonna go. Yeah, yeah. Because they sit, they clearly set up the captain as being a badass because he's still alive at that point. Um, and then they start fighting, and he's like way bigger than the other guy. Um, yeah, the other guy's just got, uh, he's got crazy strength. <laughs> and yeah, it just goes back and forth, and it's brutal. And, uh, he, <laughs> one of the cool things about, uh, Ye and Ruhin is he's so small that they, like in all of his fight scenes, he gets thrown into walls, like, <laughs> but yeah. it looks so good on camera. <laughs> like he gets picked up by the legs and like swung into a wall. Like <laughs> it happens to him a couple times. Mm. Um, yeah, it looks so cool. Uh, and just again the brutality, just the one on one, just all the the knees and elbows, and and that fight goes on for Jesus like five minutes. It's just ridiculous choreography. Uh, and yeah, at that point, you know, the action was already. It sucked me in, um, and this just uh, made it all that much better. That's my number four. Yeah, and I just like to add. So that's a fight too, where a now I'm not wearing, watching an American film, so like, okay, it's not guaranteed the good guy is going to win. Yeah, <laughs> and b at this point you kind of have two protagonists at this point, right? The yeah. young kid and him. So I wasn't sure. Like, okay, I, this I really didn't know who was going to win, and that was the best part of that fight. I was like. Later on at the end, I had a pretty good feeling, but this one, yeah, I had no idea. So I really enjoyed that. Um, one one note on the uh, um, since we started talking about the fighting is the camera work. Uh, the camera work was pretty damn solid in this. Um, it, it had more of a, a western sensibility, so it wasn't like pulled all the way back like you would see in a uh, like a typical like uh, like Hong Kong kung fu movie, mm. um, but. Um, it's still, I, I still felt like the camera kept up with the action without doing like, without making it look like a born identity movie. Oh God. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so it was like a, a nice middle ground. I thought anyway, yeah, just tossing it out there. I'm still upset. This guy was in force awakens and we didn't see him fight. Yeah. <laughs> Both those guys were. Both of them were? The, the main guy was in it too. Really? The young, the young guy. Yeah. In the same part? They were like standing next to each other. Okay, but the same part of the movie. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, at least they let Donnie Yen fight in the other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Alex, number four. My number four is just the way that this movie is paced is brilliant. Because it, it, it's a fast-paced... You, it's aptly described as a fast-paced action movie from beginning to end. But it slows down in just the right spots in order so that it's not like a blur or that you get like acclimated to like all the action. They, they, it, the director, what's his face just slows down and builds up tension and the right, just the right moments. It's just perfect. 
I love the pacing in this movie. Yeah, and the parts they slow down, it's not really to slow down to catch your breath. It's more for like more tension scenes. Like you were talking yeah. about the machete in the wall and the um later on or earlier on there's a couple scenes too where yeah, like the slow down is not for you to catch your breath. It's just uh <laughs> tighten the screws, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's awesome. Alright, um my number four is one of the fights, and I don't remember which one because there's so many. It's one of the knife fights, and he's fighting a bunch of dudes in the hallway, which, once again, that's a bunch of fights in the movie. But <laughs> he, like, would stab and then pull. Like, I've never seen that in a movie where he, like, stab and then, like, rip down through the skin. Oh, yeah. Fuck that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh. brutal. He did it a bunch of times in that fight, too. He'd be like, well, stab, crap, stab. Yeah, wasn't it? he stabbed the dude's thigh and then. Yeah, that him. was the yeah. one I was thinking of. Yeah, oh, that was Jesus fucking. That was, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was. It, yeah, the one of the thigh was the big one, but he did it a few times in that fight, too. It was like, oh, man, you don't normally see that. Usually it's just yeah. stab, stab, stab. This was stab and like, yeah, I'm going to. He said, yanked it down. <laughs> Take bitch. pleasure in gutting you, boy. Yeah. yeah. And a couple of like, the quick stabs were like. Yeah. Like they're already like pulling him back in to like stab him again. <laughs> like, oh man, there's so many awesome moves. That was another one where he just the guy's falling. And he just slams his head twelve times in the wall, and <laughs> yeah. just falling down. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Honorable mention on that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. All right. That's my number four. So Scott, number three. Uh, number three is the uh, uh, is the final fight. The the one with two brothers and Mad Dog. Um, with Hagar and uh, Cody? Yes. <laughs> Who, guy? Who's, guy, I was going to say. <laughs> guy was nowhere to be seen. Um, and then they messed up that guy's car. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like like Jeff was saying, at this point you kind of know that uh, at least at least the bad guy's going down. You don't necessarily yeah. know that both of them are going to make it out of there. Um Right, there could be a double cross, maybe, or something. You stood on, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the the wrinkle here is that it's like uh, the two v one fight, <laughs> um, and yeah, again, and just I I love the thing I love most about this fight was uh, they'd like both be squaring off against him, and then one of the brothers would get like knocked off screen, and then <laughs> and the mad dog would like take care of the other one. And then the other one would just, like, from out of nowhere off screen, like, <laughs> and it was always, like, a different camera angle that he was coming out of, like, or a different angle he was coming out of. So, like, uh, every time there was just, like, that that pause almost, like, the other one would show up, and it just goes on and on and on. Um, it just, the, the sheer amount of, again, choreography is impressive. And now that there's two of them, like, he was really getting thrown around in this fight. Uh, and uh, just... The again, all the the knees and the elbows, um, and the way that it ends uh, too was pretty cool. Uh, the brutality of it, uh, yeah, more stab and pull. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I didn't know that was cancer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah he's also I got cancer those, now. That glass was that uh, rigid. <laughs> rough. I thought it would have crumpled in his hand, but I guess I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, this is my number three as well, and I just want to add, I like the very beginning of the fight where he just, he kind of bats one of them away so he can get in between the two of them when the fight <laughs> yeah. starts. He like shoes them apart. Yeah, yeah like that was awesome. <laughs> like, oh, shit's going down. I love that. And yeah, I just, he, the, all three of them do great, but he was just amazing in it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so brutal. Like, oh, he's down. He's not getting up. Oh, man, he's getting back up. Oh, no, he's down. Oh, man, he's getting back up. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, the, the action of our childhood. <laughs> it was almost like watching a WWF match. Yeah. <laughs> All I was missing is a ref going, one, two, uh, no. Yeah. Hold up two fingers, point to the crowd. No, oh, only two. Yes. Oh no! Here comes the paramedics taking him off in a gurney. Oh my gosh, he's off the gurney! <laughs> yeah, the you know, it, well, it's like the big the big match, so the finishing moves don't move, don't work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Alex, number three. My number three was going to be the brutal stabs, but I think we covered that, so I'm going to move on to brutal bludgeonings. <laughs> and just, oh, just yeah, the guy that got hit his head—he was just on his way down already, and he. He kept slamming his head on alongside the wall. <laughs> Gee, was it all the knees and elbows and haymakers? Not a, a lot of haymakers, but man, when they connected, that was sweet. Plus, there was the one, a little bit of a fake out, when he throws the guy off a balcony and he go, "Oh man, I'm. I hope I get to see a wonderful splat at the bottom of this building." Nope. <laughs> <He just laughs> yeah, that was awesome. He only goes a floor down and just right on his back. Wham! On like a. Banister, I guess it's a cement banister, guardrail. <laughs> yeah. Breaks his back. Like, oh my gosh! Oh. Yeah, that was gnarly. It was awesome. I think the. I mean, if the uh, what would you call it? The TKO, RKO. RKO, RKO, didn't happen. That would have been the grossest thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> guy just lands there. Blah. Yeah, that was probably that was my honorable mention. The the back breaking uh, <laughs> land on the banister. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number three was the two-on-one fight. We got that covered. So, uh, Scott, number two. Uh, number two is the first hallway fight. Uh, so this, this is the first time where there's really guns aren't too involved here. I mean, you actually see the, the martial art uh, on full display here. As he... Uh, I don't know how many dudes he fights off in this one. Like a, At least like a, a dozen at the end of it. Um, but yeah, this is the same fight where you were talking about where he <laughs> he slams the guy's head in the wall like twelve times on the way down. Um, it's the one where you had the the thigh the thigh stab and gash, um, and uh, yeah, just again the brutality, uh, but just the the speed of it um, and the just how cool it looks. You know, we we love the shit out of eighties movies like the. Uh, like a blood sport or whatever, but if you compare the fighting in blood sport to this, it's like, you know, would we would we like blood sport if we saw it for the first time ever today? You know, if we watch these back to back, you know, who knows? I um, never really liked blood sport, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, well, you get my point though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but just that that first hallway fight, um, just all the the inventive things they start doing with the. Uh, um, with the stabbing and the smashing into walls and people getting thrown into walls. <laughs> and the hurting and the By the way, <laughs> good glavin. Uh, so, yeah, it's my number two. It's the first hallway fight. And it's the first time you get to see the, the main character be a badass, too. Yeah. All right, uh, Alex, number two. My number two is just the great martial arts. I can't pick one fight over another one. Because uh, they're all f- fucking fantastic. Everything is beautifully shot and everything, and the choreography is amazing. 
So yeah, every all the martial arts in this movie. That's my number two. Okay. Uh, my number two is the one scene where kind of it gets started is when they're they're still got their guns, they're in gun mode, and they're sneaking up. But they've, the kids already set off the alarm, so they people know they're there. And they're oh, that- by the way, you don't see you don't see a lot of children get shot in the head in movies. So, <laughs> Jeebus, I'm glad they blurred that part out. Spoiler alert: shouldn't have been standing there. <laughs> I know. Um, so yeah, it's a scene in the dark. And they're they're you know they're doing their SWAT team stuff and they're lining up to open the door, and they don't know that there's a bunch of guys above with their guns pointed down on them. It's pure dark. I just that was great tension. And then mm. just the 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 shooting of the shotgun, the, the flame from that lit them the shadows up, and so the guys knew they were there and just unloaded on them. I thought that was a really cool scene. Um, yeah, I just think for this movie with all this cool martial arts and stuff, just a nice. Real nice tension scene there, and a little bit artistic. I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, my, that was great. That's my number two, uh, Scott. Number one. All right. So uh, as I've been kind of saying all along, uh, just the 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 overall level of uh, martial art, yeah, martial artistry on display here. Um, again, the salat, as it's basically called, um, it it just looks so awesome on film, like. Maybe it was a testament to the director and just whoever did the choreography, um, but uh, I I definitely want to see more of this. I know it's it's like very difficult to uh, like film MMA stuff on screen and make it look like believable, um, but this like holds up. Uh, just the the speed of it, um, a lot a lot of ways it felt like a kind of like wushu. Um, but with a much more practical application with all the violence, yeah. uh, with all the stabbing and stuff. And, uh, uh, yeah, I just, I, I hope we see more of it. Like, I hope this is like sign of more things to come out of Indonesia. Like, uh, you know, I, who knows what, like the next big, big martial arts movie to come out of there or action movie. Um, it kind of reminds me of like when we first, when I first saw like Ong Bak. Yeah. Um, like I, I like this more, but I thought Ong Bak was great. Um, you know, I saw stuff in there that I'd never seen before, like Tony Jaa. Um, and yeah, I just, I really hope this, there's, there's more things to come out of this. I know there's, uh, a, a sequel to this movie, which I have not seen yet. Um, so I'm looking forward to find getting around to that at some point. Yeah, me too. I saw that. Oh, I need to see this. And I'm looking here. It's the, at least the, the two guys are still in it. Yeah. I imagine like the, the novelty level won't quite be as high, but. I've heard that they they do some fucking pretty insane stunts uh, on top of like all the martial arts uh, stuff yeah. going on. Cool. So yeah, number one, the Penchak. I'm probably not pronouncing it right. Penchak uh, Salat. All right, uh, Alex. Number one. Number one is just the amazing choreography. Well, I already mentioned choreography. The editing. And the cinematography, that's what I wanted to say, of this movie is just, I, I mean, it's, the action is fast, and it should be confusing. I should be, you know, getting, like, a blurred-out headache, like you've said before, like, in the Bourne films, but I didn't. I could follow everything that was going on. Like, he hit that, that sweet spot of when to camera shake, when to move the camera, just in the right ways, so that you always knew what was going on. Everything was crystal clear. 
not only that, but the shot planning and the storyboarding was had to be top notch. Some of these shots, like the like the one in the dark with uh, the shotgun flaring up and everything, or when they're when the two guys were fighting the Mad Dog, and then right before he wanted to do his finishing movie, he, like flipped him over and his foot like kind of hit the light at the top that eventually breaks it. That was just brilliant. Yeah, the setup for that was pretty rad. Ah, oh, so cool. So yeah, just editing, cinematography, e- everything that it took to make this filming of the movie possible. It's great. Yep, I agree. And that reminded me, yeah, so the whole time I thought that chain was going to come into play. Yeah, they, I I was I was uh, as I was watching that I was like, I don't remember the chain happening, but it must. <laughs> and it really did. It just yeah, he's winding it up. I'm like, "Oh god, this is going he's going someone's going to get choked with the chain." And then it didn't happen. It's like, "Mad dog, you forgot the third rule." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, and my number one is pretty much I have this movie is nonstop all the fights. So I, I just couldn't pick one. I mean, the two-on-one fight was probably my favorite, but just the entire movie, it sets up with him working out, doing a little prayer, and it just goes, and it doesn't stop. Like, I'm trying to think of another movie. Like, even though we, I love Dread, Dread is not this fast-paced. Um, yeah. I'm thinking of, like, John Wick of a more recent movie, and it's fast-paced, but doesn't hang with this. Um, taken all these other movies that I'm thinking might have come after this and are kind of trying to replicate it are just they're, they're not this just didn't let up and I, I really enjoyed it for that mm-hmm. so I would say shoot 'em up comes close even though that's more of a gun shooty one but it's in terms of action yeah I haven't seen that in a while but I loved it when yeah. I did watch it so yeah maybe you're yeah. right um, all right uh, that's it uh, any honorable mentions before we rank it. <laughs> Back breaky guy. All right, I got, <laughs> I got none. All right, so uh, we rank it on a scale of one to seven. One being absolute crap, seven being perfect. So Scott, give us your rating. Uh, I before I sat down to watch this again, I was wondering whether I would give it a six or a seven. Um, I'm was uh, just as much fun watching it the second time. Um, of all the movies to come out, like I, I always try to think in the time frame of like since two thousand and on, um, and I can't think of a better action movie. There might be some action movies that maybe, uh, maybe have some more st- stuff going for it, um, but this is just so batshit insane uh, that I have to give it a seven. Yeah. All right. I can't a seven. Whew. All right. Alex, mm-hmm. I would give this a seven, except that I'm always looking for like what's going to be the next commando for me. That's what I gauge my sevens on, <laughs> and this is close. This is pretty damn close, except that there's no like, uh, there's kind of stuff that's funny, but not really like not nothing that reaches the Arnie one-liner level. So by that, just hair. Of a margin, I'm going to give this a six. Okay. Um, I really, really love this movie. I have only watched it once, so it's, I can't give it a seven for a movie I've only watched once. I usually don't like to give movies a six that I've only watched once, but I know I will watch this again. I have nothing bad to say about it. Like, why I really loved Old Boy, there was a couple of scenes that were gross and 
do make it a little more difficult. There's nothing about this that would turn me off, so I will give this a six. All right. Um, uh, possibility to go up or down in the future if I, you know, when I watch it more. But as of right now, six it is. Yeah, one of our higher rated movies lately. Yeah. yeah. Way a little bit better than Dune. <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> All right, uh, so what's our crossover topic, Scott? So our crossover topic uh, is uh, fights where there's one person against uh, many, uh, one one versus many. Oh, so Conan doesn't count? I thought about that. There's two <laughs> two, two I know. Two and a half. <laughs> Plus Mako. Yeah. I killed him with my spear. Uh, Brick killed the guy. Yeah, one versus two might have been an easier time because there was a lot of one versus many. But yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, that's uh, one versus many. Um, so I'll go ahead and start with my. So well, it's only before f- you start. Just want to throw out a quick apology for not sending out these lists to uh, our regular fans. We're <laughs> catching up on recording, so we're doing these kind of pretty quickly. Yeah, we've we've had so some. We'll we'll send out lists yeah. uh, soon. Yeah, we've had some ske- minor scheduling issues. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but don't be afraid to share after you hear. After yes, it airs. please do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let, let us know. If you ever hear any list after the fact. Movies. Yeah, any list after the fact, please send it to us. Um, Except for you, Garth. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'll go ahead. And, so for the one versus many, this is a list of our, our top five. Um, so I'll go ahead and start with my number five on this one. Uh, and that would be from Brotherhood of the Wolf. Uh, oh, shit. French name was like Pas de Lou. I that movie again. Uh, I remember watching this in theaters and thinking, no, this is pretty decent. And then like the last like 20 minutes were fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> spoilers. Uh, but yeah, the, the basically the final sort of fight uh, with this dude basically goes on a rampagement. <laughs> all Archer in turn of the century France. Of all places. And he basically goes to this house and is like fucking kicking dudes through walls. Uh, I, that alone, like, endeared this movie to me. Uh, and then it finished up with this, a, a batshit insane, uh, fight. Uh, which again, I don't want to spoil, but it involved a whip sword. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you haven't seen the, uh, Brotherhood of the Wolf, do yourself a favor. Track it down. It's pretty nuts. It's like a French, Kung Fu movie. I don't know how to describe it. It's Mark Dacascos. It's Mark Dacascos, yeah. Mm. All right. Well, I'll have to check it out. I haven't seen it either. Hmm. All right. Alex, number five. Uh, I wanted to put a video game in here. Now, we could say <laughs> that almost any video game <laughs> yeah, it's fits this list. But in my mind, nothing epitomizes one versus many than the Dynasty Warrior series. And... Every game is pretty much just you as a badass general and against, like, at least 50 guys. Yeah, those, those uh, what are they called, Muso games? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a ton of those things now. There's, yeah, there's one for Zelda. Crazy. Yeah. And dra- one for Dragon Warrior, one for Zelda. A Gundam. <laughs> there's a Gundam one. Yeah. Uh, there's one Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to play the uh, Dragon Warrior one a little bit. Very entertaining. Good formula. It's, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, actually, I actually thought about video games, Alex. And the, the first thing that popped into my head were were zombie games. Uh, yeah. I know you think of Resident Evil, maybe, but you kind of have help in those, typically. 
Um, that, maybe four would have been the best one for that. Uh, yeah. Or maybe even like... Uh, uh, let, let me do my number five since it's a video game. All right. So you don't oh, steal okay. it from me. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Probably won't. But my number five... So I was trying to think of um, a Batman movie. And, and the movies doesn't really this last one batman v superman i think that was the one or justice league he kicks a bunch of people's ass but the arkham knight games are awesome at one versus many i mean batman i love those games because i do feel like i'm batman i think that was their slogan like be the bat or whatever and when you're sitting there and doing your combos and you're fighting later on in the game like 15 30 guys and you have to use your batterings and oh it's so so good <laughs> So that's my uh, video game on here and my superhero uh, <laughs> mandatory requirement. Um, so I don't, have you guys ever played those games or no? I've only played Asylum. No, I've, I've seen people play them, but I haven't played them myself. Yeah, you, you got to get the other ones. Yeah, Arkham City, I think, was the best. But yeah. um, if, all, if, I mean, kind of the same mechanic as far as fighting goes. It's just, I think, more of it. In the right. Ones, but. I, I feel those games are as, like, as close as I'm ever going to get to wanting to play, like a like an Assassin's Creed type style game, because I I think those games look cool and I'm glad they're out there, but they're not just they're just not for me. I think, uh, mm. but like the Batman games are like, yeah, I could get into that. Yeah, mostly because yeah, it's it, Batman. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's the well, yeah, it's the Batman. perfect IP, and then later on when they have the open world and stuff. It's awesome. But those fights where you're literally. You know, and you got to watch out. The guys who have the guns, you can't get into melee with the guys with the guns because they'll get you. So you have to take them out first silently. Then you just get in there and you just, like I said, battering and, uh, well, I can't remember all the gadget. You use your, the rope, do the rope trick. Yeah, the rope caster, <laughs> the hang upside down. Popcorn yeah. trick. Yeah, mm-hmm. the popcorn trick. It's amazing. That's right. <laughs> Pull out the shark repellent. And then uh, and then you get to do the rapid punch. <laughs> oh, so good. So that's my number five. Now you can mention the other video games so you don't take my... Uh, I think I was going to say Dead Rising. <laughs> oh, that's so a zo- yeah, the zombie Yeah, you ones. fight hordes of mm-hmm. zombies in that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, that's our fives. Um, yeah. All right, so my number four uh, would be from a podcast we did... Uh, I guess it's been a little while now, but... Uh, out for Justice with Steven Seagal. <laughs> Um, in the bar scene, yeah. uh, for mostly for two two parts of that fight. Well, three. The f- the first one being that he fights Dan Isanta. Isanto, I can't pronounce his name. Like one of the fathers of MMA. Um, but the other two, which are much cooler on camera anyway, uh, is he hits a guy in the face with a pool ball and a sock <laughs> or a towel, oh. and that's fucking brutal. It's one of the, still one of the most brutal things I've ever seen in an action movie. And the other one is when he pushes the guy in the telephone booth on, on, the, <laughs> on his way in, and then that other guy crawls out of the booth and he pushes him in on the way out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was that was a that fight still holds up. I think uh, like a high point in Seagal's career. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I think like that was the teeth out sticks. Yeah. I think that was the first time I saw it when we did re- re- when we reviewed it, and I really enjoyed it then. So yeah, it holds up. So that's my number four. All right, Alex. My number four is Transporter, the Grease fight. I thought about that. Oh, so good. 
He just dumps a bunch of grease on himself, and then he's all slippery so the guys can't grab him or anything, and he's still punching back. But how is he going to keep his footing? Well, he just puts two bicycle pedals, you know, the ones with the tops. He slips them on his toes just like sandals, and he dances around everywhere, just (laughs) roundhouse kicking everybody. Oh, my gosh. I think uh, uh, special guest Wade described that movie as 70% kicks. Yeah. (laughs) He's not wrong. Yeah. I'm the transporter. It's my Dave. It's my, my Jason Statham. Have you shit? Oh, Would you like my virginity? You're in my shit. Yeah. If, if it's on the menu. If it's on the menu. My number four. I had to put it on here. It's not the most technical. It's definitely not the raid. It's definitely not Bruce Lee. But it's Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando. And, I mean, you can say the very end of the movie when he takes on the entire army. I but... thought about that one. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm going to go to the mall cop fight okay. scene. Ball's head. <laughs> double punch. Double punch. Feet of strength. Bunch of, a bunch of guys on him, just throwing them all off. Picking up phone booths. Uh, swinging from the ceiling. I had to put it on here. So, probably Steel first... drums. <laughs> Steel drums. Probably the first one versus mini fight I ever saw as a, as a kid. Um, so there it is, Commando. <laughs> Double punch on the way out. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> oh man! Uh, <laughs> all right, Alex. I mean Scott. Number three. Uh, my number three is uh, one of my all-time favorite action movies, uh, Desperado. Uh, the first time Antonio Banderas. Uh, shows up in the bar and everybody's on like high alert and they have him open up his case because there's a, there's a mariachi dude going around with a mariachi case full of guns and they open up and it's just a guitar and everybody's like, oh, uh, they're laughing it off. And then the, the rest of the thing opens up accidentally to show that he is actually that dude carrying the guns. <laughs> and then ensues like a, like a five minute gunfight. Um, <laughs> with Antonio Mendez flicking his pistols <laughs> as he shoots them. To make the bullets come out harder, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is more penetration power, plus one. Like, a guy getting, like, shot, like, 50 feet across the room <laughs> with a shotgun. Uh, and then just the the very end of the fight where the two guys keep, him and the other dude keep grabbing guns, which are out of bullets, and they keep shooting at each other just to get the click. And then he grabs the guy by the neck and snaps it and goes, Fuck ya! Oh, man, so good. And then Trejo shows up like two minutes later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, that, that that first fight in Desperado was great. That's uh, one of my all-time favorites. Nice. Dude, I was trying, awesome. I was thinking this the other day. Was it us three that saw Once Upon a Time in Mexico together in the theater? I know, I know Jeff, you and I saw it. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I Alex is there. It. Yeah, we were not that impressed. It had some good parts, but at least I wasn't. Yeah, I watched it again, and I I like it more. It's still not Desperado, but I liked it more. And um, just the whole Johnny Depp character is great. Yeah, Johnny Depp is great. He like shows up, and he's wearing the shirt that says CIA on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Alex, number three. Yep. All right. Uh, this fight ends in tragedy. A real tear jerker. Is Boromir versus the Orcs. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I thought about that one too. 
just swinging away, kills a bunch of them before just tree trunks get lodged in his torso. Yeah, he dies like a fucking man. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a hard watch. Best oh, awesome death <laughs> ever. He does. He fights people with while he's blown into a horn too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The horn of Gondor. I would have followed you, my brother, my captain, my king. <laughs> <laughs> just pitch perfect. Were you just playing a clip clip in the movie? Yeah. See, I almost, I almost dropped into my, my Viggo Mortensen there. But, uh, Winston. My king! My king! <laughs> Not quite. Touched. <laughs> Drop, dropped into his Ned Stark. You can't yeah. go to Gondor. It's been touched by evil. Touched. 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 Winter is coming. The, the butcher's boy. Touched. Alright. Um. That's a good one. I'm trying to think of other Lord of the Rings ones now. I mean, Vigo right before that does kick kind of ass by himself. Yeah. But, it, but yeah. Um, and then, I guess Orlando Bloom. God, yeah. I haven't watched the movie. Legolas. I'm not even remember the character's name. Legolas. <laughs> <laughs> Took down an Oliphant. Still only counts as one. Yeah. That's <laughs> 1v1. One one. Fucking love that. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right. Uh, my number three is... Which was inspired by the raid is the Daredevil hallway uh, fight in the first season. Yeah, it was like episode oh, one or nice. two, right? Yeah, it's one of the first. Yeah, definitely the, no no later than the third episode. Uh, what I loved about it was a it was I hadn't seen the raid yet, or, or I don't think I don't even have seen Dread yet. By yeah, definitely point. hadn't seen Old Boy, and I hadn't yeah. seen Old Boy. <laughs> and uh, so it was just cool, and the way it's filmed, and the way it just I loved it was that. He was had stamina. His stamina bar was going down as the fight was going on, and so were the other guys. And they just weren't getting punched one and laid on the ground the whole time. They'd get back up and they were fighting. And I just, ah, oh, that's a great, it's a great uh, scene, and especially for like a Netflix <laughs> TV show. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty novel that like the camera doesn't move, so like they, they the fighting like carries them to other rooms. And you don't see what's happening. You just see him come back out again, like mm-hmm. you just hear. Uh, it, was, it was pretty damn cool. Yeah, the sound was he, the sound was great, which left it up to your imagination t- as to what was going on. It was awesome. Yeah, and I guess I think what really sells it is that he is getting hurt and he is getting tired, and so are the other guys, and they're not staying down, and they're coming back up, and then fight until you know the end they they stay down. But uh, very good. So that's my number three, Scott. Number two. All right, uh, my number two um, is the the final uh, courtyard fight uh, in the the pigsty alley <laughs> uh, in Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, damn it! That's a good one. Yeah, where the the hero comes into his powers, um, and yeah, he just all the all the wacky shit that goes on, like dudes being flung into the air, like from this like super long top-down shot uh, to the uh, the way he's like kind of floating from balcony to balcony Um, and like one part of it is like it just shows him moving forward and then you just hear sound effects and then you see dudes like have been punched through walls and ceilings (laughs) and like uh, yeah it was just a a great 1v fight Uh, not even my favorite fight in that movie but uh Still a great fight, and uh, my number two yeah. on this list. 
Nice, very good. I thought I'd, I'd try to go back and think of all the Kung Fu movies in recently, and that was on there, but I, I have other ones I put above it, just because I've seen them more. I've only seen yeah. it the one time, but it was really good. Alex? My number two is, might be the first uh, one on many, one versus many fight that I've ever seen, and this is from Fist of Fury, starring Bruce Lee, when he knows some shady shit's going down in a dojo, so he just goes there, and he challenges everybody in the dojo to a fight. That was amazing. Just takes everybody on, and then he produces a pair of nunchucks, like Bruce Lee does, and he starts, like, at one point, he's just on the ground, and he's whacking people in the feet with the nunchucks. Oh, my gosh, that still hurts me when I think about it. <laughs> Oh, right in the toes. My toes. My toes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Classic. Go watch it, people. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is I, – I have three for two spots, and, and the three is – one of them is cheating, but I'll, I'll use that one now. I have any Jackie Chan or Bruce Lee movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> Pretty on. much. I can't. What, one of those guys is my number one spot. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm gonna be talking about this, but I was like, I don't. I have. I've always seen these movies like once or twice, and I haven't even seen all of them. Like the one I haven't even seen, Fists of Fury. So, but just come on. If you, they're in the movie, there's gonna be a scene where there's one versus many, and they're gonna kick ass, and it's awesome. So I'm cheating and making that all of that just my number two. Um, I could go and uh, there's other people I don't even know. I could throw like a Jet Li movies in there too, right? Or any of those guys I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, Donnie um, Yen. Yeah. Anybody. <laughs> um, and then oh, I'll be the one as an honorable mention then. So that's it for me. Then uh, Scott, number one. All right. My number one is uh, from a, a Tarantino movie. Uh, and that would be the fight at the House of Blue Leaves in Kill Bill Volume 1. Oh, son of a bitch. Where the Damn, the bride one. takes on the crazy 88s. Um, <laughs> she really killed 88 guys? No, I guess they thought it sounded cool. <laughs> this is my uh, number one too. Just to let you know. Okay, uh, just I I don't know what to what Mark say about this that we haven't said previously, uh, but just the choreography here is awesome. The violence, uh, the music, the all the different cam camera angles. Um, they they made Uma Thurman look like a badass. Like <laughs> she's just kind of a waifish, uh, like woman. Um, and she beats up a, a horde of uh these dudes with samurai swords. Um, and it all works. Um, and the the pacing's awesome on this fight. Uh, it switches to black and white when she pulls the dude's eyeball out. Um. Just the the spurts of blood, uh, like the, the cartoonish spurts of blood, um, the whole, the whole thing works. Uh, so yeah, that's my number one, the Kill Bill Volume One. Very good. I'll add a little bit more when it comes to mind, but I uh, definitely agree. Uh, Scott, I mean Alex, number one. My number one is the Jackie Chan fighting scene from Drunken Master, and it was when he takes on pretty much the whole Axe Gang at the time. When he's in that restaurant, and he's trying to fight, and then he gets grease spit on by that guy. It's only so he can protect himself from the bamboo that he's wielding in order to fend off everybody. Oh, that was amazing. That was the first time I've seen it on that scale 
with martial arts that well choreographed still blows me away. Uncle, uncle. Jackie. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Oh, Drunken Master, I think, is his best movie. Uh, which which Drunken Master? Oh, oh, Drunken Master 2 in the East. The only one that came over here in the West. Okay, that's the one where they, they, they finish off in, the, like, in the, the coal factory or whatever, or the foundry, yeah. okay. Yeah, in the yeah, ironworks, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, so good. Hey, uh, none of us have... We've never done Kill Bill before, so I'm adding this to our list of films oh, yeah. to do. Um, Both volumes? Yeah, we'll just do it all together. Uh, okay. My number one is as the same thing that Scott mentioned, the the fight and kill bill volume one. Um I I just I mean the whole scene's freaking awesome. Um but I, I just did like how there's stages for it. Like she you know, she beats the first round, you think it's kinda over, and then she <laughs> fights uh the girl, I forgot her name now. Um Oh, with the metal yo yo? Yeah, the metal <laughs> ball and chain. Ball and chain. Yeah, go go. Go go. The old ball and chain. <laughs> And then after she does that, uh, O-Ren's looking down on her, and she's like, you didn't think it'd be that easy, did you? I did. And then everyone comes in, and she fights all them again. So, uh, And then she spanks a little boy at the end. <laughs> this is what you get for playing with Yakuza's. Or what? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, that, that's yeah, the clean version. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So... Uh, he nailed everything else. I was one more thing I wanted mm-hmm. to say, and I'm forgetting it. But if I think of it, I'll mention it later. Right. Honorable mention to uh, Han Solo going <laughs> fighting against all those stormtroopers at the end of the hallway. <laughs> That's he doesn't really fight him. He runs. Yeah, <laughs> he runs away. <laughs> he's shooting back as he's running away. <laughs> um, yeah. So honorable mention, like like Jeff said, like just too much, like. Uh, Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee stuff, but uh, there was one particular Jet Li one I wanted to point out. Uh, this is from Kiss of the Dragon. Uh, oh, shit. Like, the last yeah, act where one. he breaks into a police station, basically, and they're all practicing like martial arts downstairs, and everybody takes out uh, batons, and he basically fights off like 30 dudes with batons, and then has a badass fight upstairs, which I want to talk about some other time, but that's a one-versus-two mm-hmm. fight yeah. upstairs, uh, which is one of my favorites, but I guess doesn't really count. Um, and then another honorable mention to John Wick. Uh, I'm not sure exactly which fight I want to go with. Uh, maybe just the very first one when they try to break into his house. Well, when the dudes come to break into his house to kill him anyway. Um, and he's, he's like back. And he, uh, he fights him off with the, all the guns and stuff. Yeah. Uh, my honorable mention, I also had John Wick, but I'll add the club scene as the, okay. the one I would choose mm-hmm. out of that. But that yeah, good. they're all good. Um, I also have I have old boy on here, but since we just talked about it not too long ago, it didn't. Work. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, in the Marvel movie, I thought Captain America and the elevator and Winter Soldier is a really good uh, yeah, one yeah, versus mini. Cool. Yeah, that was pretty rad. And then old school, uh, a little adult versus on kid violence and Karate Kid, where Mr. Miyagi beats up all the Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a grown man beating up in high schoolers. Yep. And they deserved it. Yeah, you should have given him a front kick. <laughs> Johnny Bobby, get him! <laughs> Kicks him in the balls. <laughs> um, Alright, so that's it. So it's time for Alex Knows Sports. 
I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. So I mean, this is this is the king, the Knights' first season, right? Am I wrong about that? Alex, you can go fuck yourself right now. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, t- Alex, are you talking about the Las Vegas Golden Knights who have swept the Los <laughs> Angeles Kings out of the first round of well, the NHL I wasn't playoffs? Talk about the sweep, but it's just amazing that it's their first season ever, and they're in the playoffs. Like, what the fuck? Playoffs. Yeah, man. All right. We, yes, Alex, it. it's their first year in the play in the league, and they beat the Kings. Go fuck yourself. Well, I, was, I wasn't going to go into that. You brought that up yourself. Well, well hopefully at now least, they beat the Sharks. Well, at least we can take solace that our that one of our friends, who's a lifelong hockey fan, is finally getting to see a team. Yeah. <laughs> suffered the through all the low points of their <laughs> yeah. history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. By the way, they're not the Las Vegas Golden Knights. They're just the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, just Vegas Golden Knights. Well, la-di-da. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at their games, this is how cool their fan base is. <laughs> they sing, sweet Golden Knights. That really oh, happens? Jesus yes. H. Wow. They, they put all the words on the screen, too. They can't. There's not like a million other songs about Las Vegas that they could be singing. Like Viva Las Viva Vegas. Golden Knights. Yeah. Like, they would all be equally dumb, but more appropriate. And, yeah. Oh, we're at it. Fuck the Red Sox. Scott, <laughs> you can agree with me on this one, right? Yeah, 100%. If there's more, if there was a number more than 100%, then I would be that number. 101%? Sure. And I think that's just, um, we always hit the Red Sox. But in the last two games, they've beat the Angels in the combined score of 100 to 2, I think. So. Yeah. Well, at least at least the Angels stranded like thirty dudes on base, so they got that going for them. Yeah. All right, it's time for Neem News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. All right, uh, not a ton to talk about this week. Uh, so this will likely be the the last episode we have before Avengers: Infinity War. Oh yeah. So uh, I just want to talk a little bit. Uh, about uh, maybe right. some predictions that you guys might have for for the story. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty goddamn invested in this thing emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I've been I've been giving it a lot of thought, probably more than a than a grown man should about a bunch of dudes in uh, spandex. But um, so I I think I've mentioned before that uh, as a prediction, not knowing anything. Uh, I I don't think things are going to end well for the Avengers, or for the Earth in general. Uh, and I think there's a fair to good chance that one of the the core members of of the Avengers is not going to make it out of the movie. Oh, I'm going to say more than one. Um, and that's not oh even God. and that's not even ta- I'm not even talking about like the meta thing of like, oh, well they're only signed up for one more movie or this is the last movie they were signed for. Like I'm not even taking that into consideration. Um, just you know, like in, in, you in, can't because even if it is true, they just back up a big truck of money and they'll. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they definitely have a surplus of uh, cash on hand to, to get I, these I guys back. Robert Downey Jr.'s last movie was Iron Man Three. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I it would make sense from a narrative standpoint for either Cap or Tony Stark to not make it out. Um, and in a way, um, spoilers, if anybody hasn't seen Black Panther, um, in a way, like the, the kind of tech genius torch has been passed in a way, 
um, to, if not the, the little sister, to Wakanda in general. Um, to the point where they don't really need Tony Stark to come up with like the super gadgets anymore. Um, mm. You know, uh, Shield's not really in the picture anymore, and they had their own gadgets. So it was pretty much down to Tony Stark at that point. Uh, but now that Wakanda's around, you know, how much do you really need Tony Stark for the Deus Ex Machina <laughs> uh, kind of kind of gadgets and Hulk things like Buster. that? Yeah, Hulkbuster, that kind of stuff. Um, so there's that. Uh, so a, a fairly open-ended prediction, I realize. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. They're really going to die, or they're going to comic book die? See Where? that that I more likely a comic book death. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. still, the, everybody, the characters would feel like they were mostly defeated. Uh, that they're not going to win. That they, or at least they didn't win against Thanos. Um, there's a good chance that Vision could bite it. Um, eh, it would be good. I'm over it. It would <laughs> be good impetus uh, for Scarlet Witch to really unleash your <laughs> Vision is what? To unleash your powers. Um, so yeah, just, just a couple of thoughts on how the, the movie's going to go. Um, so if you had to choose <laughs> between losing Tony or Cap, oh, man. who would you choose? It's Sophie's choice. Uh, I, so <laughs> the Earth is probably better off without Tony at this point because a lot of the shit's his fault at this point. <laughs> so, so maybe that's something I don't know. Like, yeah, I would have picked Tony. Also. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, kind of want RDJ to be involved with all, all the things. Uh, so, yeah, I think personally, I, I would want Tony Stark to die because I like Cap better as a character. But because my nephew loves Tony Stark so much, I could not let that happen to him. So I want, <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather him uh, live on for that reason. Okay. I don't know what that little guy would do if he found out. <laughs> don't tell him. Yeah, you don't he watch went, this movie. He's happily ever after. He went to a nice. Well, watch uh, it when you graduate farm. from high school. Yeah. <laughs> went to a well, nice farm with a bunch of Iron Men. Yeah. yeah. We'll tell you about the birds and the bees and what happened to Tony Stark when you're old enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's time to talk about pu- Puppy Lake. <laughs> oh, Jeebus. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you if you guys have thought about this as much as I have. Uh, any other um, sort of predictions about what's going to happen going forward in this? Uh, there I think are, it's going to be open ended. Yeah, I think they're definitely going to leave it open for the for the next movie. Um, well, yeah, even if there wasn't a next movie planned, they'd still do that. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen a couple of uh, funny memes. Uh, so I avoided this. I've avoided the second trailer successfully thus far. Um, but I did see a couple memes that were related to it. Uh, one of them was uh, the kid that plays Spider-Man saying, like, oh, what's your name? And then it's a picture of Doctor Strange. And he says, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> and then yeah. Spider-Man says, oh, so we're using our fake names. <laughs> yeah. Our made-up names or whatever. But you get you get the joke. I, I killed it, but whatever. Um, and then there was yeah, a... that's in the trailer... Because he says his name is Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. But they like took it the next step. With- yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then there was another one of people holding uh, other Avengers equipment, and it was like a couple people, uh, like, and then there was a caption of like, "Oh, like here's Vision holding Thor's hammer," 
here's uh, Black Widow holding uh, Cap Shield. <laughs> there was a picture of the Scarlet Witch with her shoulders on Quicksilver's, or her hands on Quicksilver's shoulders. And the caption was uh, uh, Scarlet Witch holding Hawkeye's shield. <laughs> oh, too soon. I know. Brutal. <laughs> Took me a while. I forgot how he died. Now yeah. that makes sense. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I obviously could talk about this all day, but uh, yeah. So I don't know if there's anything you want to add, because um, as I said, um, uh, we'll 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 probably get the chance to to talk about uh, Avengers again before we before the movie's out. But this will be the last recording that goes out. Uh, yeah. So most likely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But we are we're go- we got our tickets. We're going to see it. Uh, opening night should be fun. Oh, you guys should all go too. I'm sure you will. If you listen to our show, you will. I'm sure. And uh, yeah, when we talk about this, spoiler alert ahead of ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see about uh, doing like like we did after the last couple of Star Wars movies, um, and doing an episode, kind of breaking format a little bit, and just doing an episode based on uh, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? Uh, that's it for me. Yeah. Alex? Nope. Got nothing. All right, Jeff, anything yeah, for you? A couple things. Um, I've been watching the new Roseanne. Okay. Have you guys, have you guys been watching this at all? I have not seen it. <laughs> Meh. Um, I, I like it. I don't know. I mean, I grew up watching the you know Roseanne back in the 80s and 90s, or 90s, whenever the hell it aired. Um, it's it's pretty good. And they got the entire cast is back. Yeah, so I was curious how how did they work the the two Beckys in? So the original Becky is Becky. Okay. Um, the other Becky shows up and she wants uh, original Becky to be a surrogate mother. Okay. And, and that's kind of going on. Right. Um, Sarah Chalk. But yeah, so the original Becky's Becky, and then uh, uh, I don't think she has kids. She doesn't have kids, but uh, Darlene has a couple kids, and DJ has a daughter. He's barely in it, but he is in it. Um, uh, some of the names, but like Roseanne's sister, Jackie, uh, Metca- yeah, Jackie, she's around. I mean, they just had the Dan's there. They just had the mom still alive. The, the actress who played her mom way back then, <laughs> she's still around. She showed up, and then Darlene's old boyfriend, the guy that's on Big that, Bang Theory, yeah, he showed up this last episode. So okay, I mean, everybody but Clooney's been back. <laughs> yeah, so I was far. just gonna say, where's, where's who the hell's that guy? <laughs> Clooney and the the guy that played Jackie's boyfriend, I forget the guy's name, John Dell or not. Yeah, I don't know. But so I, I'm enjoying it. I know people are upset, like, because it's politics, but it really isn't. I mean, they had, they, basically the series starts out with, like, Roseanne and Jackie had a, a rift between them because one voted Trump and one voted Hillary. And so there's kind of a rift. But I mean, that's family, right? <laughs> Every family reunion I've ever been to... <laughs> Your aunts and uncles are fighting over that stuff, so like, I just mm. not very political. So I I would recommend it if you like the old show. If you didn't, then yeah, probably steer clear. Okay. Um, I saw the Andre the Giant documentary. Oh, how was that? I missed it. That was really good. I just wanted to bring up the one thing you were talking about the grease fight earlier from Transporter or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a scene where like Andre like hated Macho Man, and then like Macho Man came in and he, he would put baby oil all over himself he's like no like hogan's telling the story no baby oil no. <laughs> well, 
lots of stories. I mean, and one of the funniest anecdotes about his farts, got to listen to it for stuff like that. <laughs> Vince and Hogan just talking about Andre farts. <laughs> and, oh, man. So, yeah, damn, I want to watch it. I'd just be nice to watch something that's like, has nothing to do with like what's going on in the world. It's just about this dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's sad. Obviously, he has a sad yeah. story that he's an out of place guy. But whatever. It's not that yeah. sad. It's yeah. you know, it's more celebrating the life than not. But there are some sad moments. So, so I've heard that like you, you mentioned like him giving Macho Man a hard time. Uh, that like if he didn't like you, like <laughs> he would. Uh, he what, what's the term? Uh, he would work stiff. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know the yeah, but yeah, he would definitely do that. There was saying Hillbilly Jim. Remember, I think it was Hillbilly Jim. He was the next like big guy, and so you remember Andre's thing was that he would step over all all the ropes to get into the ring, where most wrestlers have to go under the top rope. Right. Hillbilly Jim did that, and he did not like that. That was his thing, and so he would beat the crap out of him, <laughs> and he kind of like got him out of there. Like he was never able to get over just because Andre just treated him like crap because he disrespected him. <laughs> stuff like that. And other anecdotes I had heard before, like in WrestleMania three, Hogan and McMahon weren't quite sure if Andre was going to let Hogan win the match. That's <laughs> like what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, if I, I could, I don't win this match if Andre doesn't let me win the match. You know, you guys can say wrestling's fake all it's want, but if he doesn't want me to pin him, I'm not going to pin him. Or I'm not going to body slam him. So. It's pretty cool. So I recommend it, especially if you like wrestling and you know you grew up in the '80s. And then one last thing, question for you guys: Have you seen the latest Jurassic World trailer? I don't think I so. Have not. Oh my god! They're owning it that they don't give a shit. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, think of Jurassic Park two when they're when T Rex is running through San Diego. Oh, those parts. Well, that was like one of well, that was the like window. the highlight of the movie. Yeah. So they're there. Yeah, they're these things are off the island now. Okay. And, uh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> is that it's just some of the lines from Chris Pratt? You know, son of a bitch. You know, just what kind of lots would you cook up in this lab? Just, yeah. yeah. Was, if it's got Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt and dinosaurs, I think I'm good. Yeah, and it's got Goldblum. Huh. So, oh, yeah. Nice. Right. There you go. I don't know if he plays a big part, but he's definitely in the trailer, like does talking it, about. Does it have BD Wong back? Who? Or the, the scientist. Yeah, he's back. He I think he's cooked up another uh, <laughs> a dinosaur. Di- oh, BD Wong, dinosaur. So mm-hmm. it looks looks terrible, but I think it might, so, might be in a good so. way. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's literally he's fighting with the raptor, that blue raptor. From the, he's like one point, him and Chris Pratt is running around fighting shit. Like I don't know what the fuck's going on. But <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> um, that's all I got. All right. So I guess that's it. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you. So feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.